my son got very, very ill and he was told that he probably had a brain tumour. He didn't, but it was very, very frightening at the time. And, and I really had to go, go it alone and, and start my own business to be at home with him. And it was the best thing I ever did because what makes me buzz is helping other people. When I was part of an IT support company, people were saying to me, how are you bringing in so much business for this company? Show me. And I would show them how I did it through a blend of networking and using LinkedIn. And people were saying to me, you should charge people for this because I've learned so much from you. There was this pivotal moment in my life when this woman came running out of the house in her sari and kind of wrapped me in the, the bit that sort of goes over the shoulder and started kissing me all over my face and crying. And she just began to mother me. And she knows very, very little English. And the family came out and from that moment on, see my mum even died when I was 19 years old. But from that moment on, I was in the bosom of this family. And today's guest is Pam Case founder of Your Brand Advocate, solving marketing problems as an expert LinkedIn trainer and a captivating storyteller. Uh, hi, Pam. Thanks for joining us. Where, where are you calling from? Oh, thank you for having me on the, the podcast. Um, I'm from a little tiny village, sort of half, almost halfway between Manchester and Liverpool. I don't really belong in either place, but that's where I am. Thank you for joining us today. Now, I've got a bit more on your background in a moment, but to start off with, could you tell us who is your biggest inspiration and why? You see, I think I, I've got inspiration in all sorts of different walks of life, but if we're looking at famous people, I'd have to say Kate Bush, for first of all, because, you know, she's she aces so many things, choreography, dancing, directing, producing, singing, playing musical instruments. And she keeps her name out of the gutter press and she does not use her sexuality to sell her art. And I think that that, you know, is that she's an icon for women everywhere. Um, and in terms of writing the playwright, Willie Russell, because his background is the same as mine and he overcame a lot of adversity to be where he is. And his writing is amazing. Well, thank you for that. Yeah, and she definitely kind of has her own style and walks her own walk, doesn't she? So that's... Uh, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. So uh, I know you were a, a director at a, a computer company and then you've moved into some property work uh, as head of marketing and you are a managing director now of uh, LinkedIn Online, which is building relationships between people to, to network, which looks amazing. And now you've founded your brand advocate, um, which is really filling the gap for people who are, are not sure how to do the marketing, but can't quite get a, a full on marketing company. You really help them with their LinkedIn and, and promoting their brand. And then just before we press record, you were mentioning a couple of other amazing things about a trip to India and a, a family you were involved with there and uh, your, your speaking work. So there's lots of amazing things in your journey. Can you you pick some of them, that have, some things that have inspired you along that? I think a lot of people can say that they're inspired by one person or motivated by one person. And I subscribe to the fact that there are a lot of people around you that that inspire you and help you along your journey. 
um, my son got very, very ill. Um, and he was told that he probably had a brain tumour. He didn't. But it was very, very frightening at the time. And and I really had to go, go it alone and, and start my own business to be at home with him. And it was the best thing I ever did because what makes me buzz is helping other people. So um, it wasn't an inspiration. It was a need to start my own business. But I'm always inspired by people who are kind. I think Gary Vaynerchuk, I mean, everyone's heard of Gary V. And I think he's incredibly real. This word authentic's buzzed around a lot, isn't it? But I think that, you know, some people's authentic self isn't all that nice. So uh, if you're going to be authentic, but I think Gary really is. And he is, uh, he's very inspirational on the social media front. Oh, thank you. So that you, you started your own business and you, you've stepped into the marketing space. Was there anything that particularly that inspired that direction rather than a, a different one? Well, I've been in marketing in one form or another for many, many years, and it's always been something that really fascinates me, the way people buy, what makes them buy, how you connect with them. And um, when I was part of an IT support company, people were saying to me, how are you bringing in so much business to this company? Show me. And I would show them how I did it through a blend of networking and using LinkedIn. People were saying to me, you should charge people for this because I've learned so much from you. So when I started my own business, I thought, right, well, that's it. That's that's what I know how to do. And that's what I can help other people to do. And I really, I know it sounds like a cliche, but helping other people gives me the biggest buzz in life. And when people say, wow, and people, they, they get back to me, and, oh, I've just signed up another client because I did what you told me. It is the greatest feeling in the world. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's beautiful. And it just gives you so much fulfillment, doesn't it? If you've found what you enjoy doing and that you're good at and, and it helps other people, that's that the, the sweet spot. So well done on finding that. So then alongside your, your marketing, you do this inspirational speaking you, you mentioned about about um, a family in India that I, th- I think is a, quite a big part of your, your past and, and inspirational. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I was first trained in public speaking when I was actually 16 or 17 years old. And um, it was one of the, uh, you know, I've learned a lot of things in life. It was just that, that particular course, I just aced it. And I thought, I love this. And um, kind of put the whole thought of it on hold. And then I sort of went on, got married, had kids. And when they grew up, I thought, now is the time to do more of this so I started to get up in front of people and share many different stories from my life that could inspire them but the one that people tend to love the most is the one about the way I helped a family in India um, and kind of helped save them from abject poverty and I hid the story for a long time because I thought it sounds like I'm bragging but then as somebody pointed out to me this story isn't about what you did for them. It's about what they did for you. And they were dead right. And I want to inspire other people to create their own pathways in life and realize their own worth because of what happened. Brilliant. Oh, that's, that sounds though like it's such a, an amazing experience. Can you tell us a bit more about your India experience there? I had gone, I'm not a, I'm not a beach 
stand on each person. We'd, I can't lie in the sun. I like to uh, see places that, as they really, really are, soak up the culture, understand it, um, learn from it. So I get away off the beaten track. And about 26 years ago, it is actually, um, I met a family um, in a village in India and they, um, the only thing I can describe the way they were living, it's like a hut and they didn't even have running water um, and they had very scant furniture and um, even the toilet was kind of a hole in the ground outside and something like, some people might call it woo-woo, but something in the spiritual just clicked with this family and one of the um, the young people in the family could, could speak a little bit of English and they just wrote to me for years and then one day they were subjected to a scam um, and cutting the long story short basically they were they were ripped off um, and the to the tune of 600 pounds it's not really a lot to you or me but to them it was insurmountable and remember 26 years ago and where did they get the money from well at that time there were no televisions or phones or um, banks or computers or nobody even used a bank you know and um so what they would do the money that would go around would be at weddings people would give so much money and they would put it into the gold jewelry so the neighbors loaned their gold jewelry to this family and they put it into a bonus and when they were ripped off because of what they invested in that meant they had to give, find the money to put jewelry back to the neighbours. What on earth were they going to do? So I set about helping them to resolve that problem. And then I carried on raising funds, brought out one of the children, got him an English CV with some English qualifications and sent him back. He got a really good job. And yeah, he's now a director for a number of um, hotel islands in the Maldives and the family have a wonderful house with two indoor toilets and a car and a computer and mobile phones <laughs> and it's, it's it's become my home they've adopted me to the family but there's there's a little more to it than no no thank that's you that's the basic yeah story. thanks for sharing the, the the overview and yeah I mean I, I was saying before we started I, I really want to go to India and um, you, yeah. Since I might be captivated by it, and obviously you had that deeper experience, but I think you you like the country itself as well, don't you? As a as a whole, as beyond just that experience. Very much so. Yeah, it's where I would spend all my time if I could. I don't really. I've seen some amazing places in the world, but I'm always hankering after going back to India. Flint. Now, you help in your, your marketing side, you help um, people build their LinkedIn experience, among other things. Could you tell us any inspirational examples of where maybe someone hasn't been doing so great with their business or marketing and they've managed to boost themselves along using either what, what you've told them or, or what, some other way? Oh, gosh, yeah. I mean, only two days ago. One of my clients texted me to say that she had been approached to put three proposals together um, because a local business had said, I've been watching what you've been doing on LinkedIn. And it sounds like you talk exactly the way we would want someone to talk if we hired them to do this job 
And she just said, this is just amazing. Now, I'm famous for saying there are no drive-through breakthroughs on social media. It's a long haul. You've got to build a reputation. You've got to build up rapport and resonance with people. But this was after an eight-week course already. Um, anybody who goes to my profile will see in my about section, there's a whole testimonial from a woman who phoned me in excitement saying, "You, ca- I cannot believe, I said, I can't go into all the detail. And she was so excited. And she said, but the what I've just secured from a second degree connection, who said he'd been watching what I've been doing on LinkedIn, is just, she said, Pam, it is life changing what it's going to give me. So I, I get this a lot. And it never, ever ceases to thrill me. I love it. Thank you. So that rapport is, is a big one. So that's brilliant. Um, but, you know, for someone, I'm guessing I'm going to ask for my own purposes here with a, a, a small business that's just new to marketing and trying to get my bookings for my 3D virtual tours. Is Would rapport be the number one thing to focus on in my social media and LinkedIn output or could could you give us the, the the one main thing if you just had to pick one just as a starter i know it's a longer thing but okay if you start from the point of view that linkedin for example is a networking room well all of social media is but in particular linkedin how would you behave in a networking room you wouldn't walk in and say to somebody you look nice will you marry me and a whole build up some you know, relationship with me first. They have to get to know you. Um, and so what you put out there has to demonstrate who you are as a person. Take off the corporate hat. Don't just be dry and business-like all the time, but show warm. Don't just talk at your audience, talk with them. Demonstrate that you understand what they need from you and that you can solve it, but also Go to what they've posted and talk to them on their output as well. Don't just talk. Listen, you know. And so build up those relationships. Don't ever just connect with someone and then sales spam them. Never met anybody who likes it. No, that's that's really, really helpful. That analogy of imagine you're actually meeting them in the room. That totally changes my thinking. So I'm going to, yeah change change my tune well I, I don't think i've been too overly immediately spell, sales spammy but yeah it uh yeah you've changed my thinking so thank you thank you for that and in your group your networking group um with the um linkedin online you've said there you, the primary thing is about building relationships can you tell it well i love things that dissolve barriers between people and you know inspiring events particularly that have that power can you tell us either an inspiring event like that that you know of or any inspiring stories from your your linkedin online space oh it's marvelous honestly you know if you don't like big whatsapp groups it's not for you but we have it's it's conducted over two or three different platforms so we have a whatsapp group where you can network any time of the day and on fridays we allow you to pitch your business in there then we also have about three Zooms in a week that you can choose from. So you can, and it's called Random 11 if you don't know how many people are going to turn up. But we reckon about 11, having said which, we've had about 25. Um, but whilst we are actually letting you do your pitch, we bring your LinkedIn profile onto the screen. So we're showcasing, so we go all the way down to the recommendations 
that other people have given you and we showcase them as well. And then we encourage everyone to connect on LinkedIn and comment on each other's posts. And the reason for that is because when you comment on somebody else's post, you're creating what we call an algorithmic bond. So you're saying, I want to see more of this person's posts and I want you, LinkedIn, to show them more of mine so that you then see more of that person's posts in your feed and you stay front of mind, learn more about each other. So you can see how the three different elements work together. It's really quite unique. And every day I switch on LinkedIn and somebody's mentioned it. Somebody's raved about this and tagged me in a post about it. So we're doing something right. And um, and people really are doing business and they're creating this, this great rapport with each other. And you know what? It's literally if people think, oh, I'm not sure. We actually give them a month, a whole month free without taking any bank details. And if they like it, they stay. As simple as that. Yeah, you're most welcome. Really are. Come along. Thank you. Now, for people who've got quite low self-worth and forgotten how amazing they are, can you give any tips on how to inspire those guys? Right. Can we just go back to what happened in India? Okay. Well, we'll go back to my childhood, first of all. And it wasn't particularly happy. Um, I did not, my, my dad was quite absent because he was, a, he was a, a shift worker. And my mum, for whatever reason of her own, she was difficult. Um, I couldn't have a relationship with her. She kind of told, she, well, she actually did. I'll be honest. She said to me that I had been an accident and um, the very fact that I was born had ruined a life. And she used to tell me that there was more goodness in any microscopic dirt under a smallest fingernail than the would be was in the whole of my body or ever would be. And of course, that made me very sort of introverted and shy and reclusive at school and uh, quite prone to being bullied and frightened of my own shadow. And and then I kind of entered the workplace and I suffered bullying in the workplace. And I always felt that I didn't really belong anywhere didn't really have because my sister was older than me she was married she'd left the home I was alone very 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 much um and didn't really have that base and after I had done what I did in India and I and I didn't speak about it as I said for a long time because I thought I've, I'm just not given to bragging it's I don't like it I don't feel like I am but after I had done this and I went back to India and the mum of this family. And I, I didn't really think about it. It was all about humanity. I think Robin Williams was, was famously said that hurting people are often the nicest people in the world because they never want anyone to feel the way they felt. Right. So this is what I did. And I remember going back to this little tiny rural village and sort of the hens and things around my feet and swerving around the cows and jumping over the ditches to get to this little house. And um, there was this pivotal moment in my life when this woman came running out of the, the house in her sari and kind of wrapped me in the, the bit that sort of goes over the shoulder and started kissing me all over my face and crying. And she just began to mother me. And she knows very, very little English. And the family came out. And from that moment on, 
See, my mum even died when I was 19 years old. But from that moment on, I was in the bosom of this family that just loved me. And I thought every single one of us has a worth, no matter what's spoken over you, from no matter what age, from no matter what you've been led to believe or led yourself to believe. The whole of humanity is one. It is one being, it is one body. There isn't a religious scripture that doesn't tell us this. They, everyone is out there. You will find, people say friends are the family you create for yourself. And it's really, really, really true. There are people out there who will love you. There are people out there to whom you are worth something. Never, ever, ever stop giving, reaching out and doing what you feel it is right to do. And there's a a song from a Bollywood film called Udi Udi Jai, and it's about a kite. And when I give this talk um, about being able to build your own new neural pathways and beliefs, I have this song playing when I come on to the stage. Because the Udi Udi Jai, Dilke Patange Deko, Udi Udi Jai, means look at the kite flying, the string, is connected to earth by your eyes, by your love, okay? And what I say to people is fly, just keep flying because the world as your family have got your string and they're not going to let it snap. Wow, beautiful, beautiful. So, yeah, and and then I kind of was encouraged, but then I looked at this whole timeline of um, events in my life and I thought I've been through so many things in my life that I could help or that maybe domestic violence and all kinds of things that I can now use to help other people just like me, not not some Olympian who's won gold medals that people can't relate to because they can't even run to the end of the street, you know. So how do I relate to that in terms of inspiration? But I'm just a very, very ordinary person like everybody else who is has learned to beat new neural pathways and self-belief and everyone else can do it too and that's my passion yeah no thank you for showing us that there's a way to to change those you know either limiting or sometimes almost destructive self-beliefs that we've ended up getting wrapped up in cool and now it's time for quick fire inspiration could you tell us one of your most inspiring films oh my goodness okay there are certain films that i have watched over and over again but my favorite playwright is willie russell okay because his his life very much echoes mine and he overcame a lot of adversity and educating rita is semi-autobiographical in that respect so i love that but also he wrote Shelley Valentine, which is another amazing. Both of these are stories about people who are quite downtrodden, who beat a new pathway for themselves. So you can see why I love those two. Okay, I watch a lot of Bollywood, by the way, but these, <laughs> these are the two that, for me, inspired me the most. And I think um, in Shirley Valentine, she says, what is the point of having such a lot of life if you'd only get to see a little bit of it and you know and I just think yeah okay but also my favorite play is Hamlet by Shakespeare in which Hamlet says I could be bound in a nutshell yet count myself king of infinite space and this is all about what goes on in your head you have to go out there and be entertained 
It's your own thinking. That's what it means to me anyway. Thank you. Yeah, I've definitely seen the, 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 the play, so I need to look that one up. Now, can you tell us one of your most inspiring comedians? Wow, that is a really good question. I flipping love comedy. I really, really do. I think the first person, no, 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 no. I know exactly who it is. It's Victoria Wood. Do you know when famous people die and you think, oh, that's sad. I literally sat down and cried when she passed. I really did. She brought so much laughter, you know, without being nasty about anything. She had her own style. She was an incredibly funny woman. And again, you know, in a world that it is changing, it really is changing. And there's far much more power now for, for women, so much more equality, but we've got a long way to go. So I don't want to sound sexist, but I do think that, that and we've got a lot of comedians with disability now as well and I think yes good on you get out there you know and and I think it's good I think the 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 landscape's changing but but Victoria Wood was one of those women that paved the way she was amazing yeah I agree and the piano I can remember seeing her yeah one of your most inspiring aspects of nature nature is my tree and my back garden okay because it's a catalpa tree also known as an Indian bean tree now this thing this damn thing doesn't get any leaves on it till about June, which is late. You're right, it's really late. Okay. And my sister's fond of telling the same joke every year when she comes around. She says, is that tree dead? I say, no, it isn't. And then she'll ask me what it is. And I say, you know what it is? It's a bean tree. She says, I'll tell you when it has been. And it's just not funny. <laughs> but it comes into life, okay, eventually. But when it does, oh, my goodness. It overcompensates. Everybody who walks into my garden says, wow, I want one of these trees. What's it called? Where'd you get it? It's magnificent. And to me, that's sort of saying, look, and I do look at it every year and I do think, and it's not a cliche, I do think, look, it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter how late you've left it. You can blossom. Just some things take a bit longer than others and that's okay. Thank you. That yeah, now I need to look that tree up because I, I don't know what it looks like. So um, I'll put a link in the show notes. I'll find a, a bit, you know, a link to to show what one looks like. You'll be buying one. I swear. One of your most inspiring aspects of design or style. Design or style. I I love interior design. Yeah, I really, really do. And to me, it's style. I I I really love period property. I live in a period property. I go to like really, really modern houses and I think, whoa, this is stunning. This is amazing. And for a short while, I think I need to move. And then I come back and I say, no, because it's not who I am. I love period features in a house. It's just it's just who I am. That's what I come back to all of the time. And uh, I do love art. love an art gallery. I love the pre-Raphaelites, haven't you? Just amazing painters but then I, I really really love contemporary art as well even when you see Tracy Emin's bed you know and I thought is this really going to sort of captivate me and when I got there I just couldn't stop walking around this thing and, and staring at it it was it told an amazing story so yeah from the pre-Raphaelite brotherhood to Tracy Emin eclectic or what but there you go thank you lots of lots of things to look up there one of your most inspiring songs? Apart from Ude Ude Jai. Um, 
there's a song by Kate Bush that always lifts me. I'm, I don't know. I get a lot of inspiration from a lot of songs. And um, I would say to you that The Wall by Pink Floyd, as depressing as that some people might find that, is actually about how we descend into depression and build a wall around ourselves. And actually, it got me through depression because it really. You know, especially when it comes to the very end and he talks about tearing down the wall and there's a there's a door there somewhere in the wall where you came in. But also there's a very uplifting song by Kate Bush, which well, the actual that the whole concept of the song isn't isn't particularly happy, but there's a bit in it where she says she has this hope, no matter what's happened. I just know that something good is gonna happen. I don't know when, but just saying it can even make it happen. I absolutely love that line. Brilliant. Thank you. When I, can I ask which Kate Bush song that, that is? Do you know the, the title of, of the song? It's Cloud Busting. Cloud Busting. Okay. And the final quick fire inspiration, your most inspiring aspect of travel? Mm, I think we know that one though, right? <laughs> well, it's, it's, again, it is, it's culture. Um, the world is a very, very, very amazing, interesting place. And if make the effort to understand other people's culture religion try to speak some of the language when you get there have a go try the food i I couldn't go and lie on a beach somewhere i I want to see all sorts of things the world's got to offer yeah yeah me too that's travel is my my big one thank you for that and there's a question i forgot to ask being as you probably see quite a lot of linkedin posts can you think of one of your most inspirational ones that you've seen on you know a social media or linkedin post you know by somebody i think that if you, if you follow someone like gary v gary vaynerchuk you will learn a lot from him there's also um has thornton who is an incredibly inspiring person um she's a coach um, but she's not a formulaic coach, as in you need to uh, set up your business this way and do things that way. And, you know, they sort of go to all the disc personalities and all that. She doesn't do that. She literally is very challenging and she will challenge you, even in her posts, to to be the person that you can be and give you confidence. She's, she's a great writer. Okay, absolutely. that up. Thank you. Uh, now we're coming towards the the end now could you tell me what you think is most right in the world humans and humans are almost the most wrong in the world and everything comes down to this we all have good and evil we all have good and bad we all have yin and yang we all have just as much capacity to do bad as we do good and the thing is we all have free choice on which to which to follow but what is the most right in the world about humans is our capacity to love because love makes so much good happen Without love, we do nothing. Yeah, thank you for that. And could you tell us the next book on your reading list? Mm. You know, I have about seven books on the go at once. And there are so many I want to read. Um, at the moment, I'm reading Victoria Wood's Unseen on TV, which is the, the stuff that, she, that never did get published, that's now posthumously published. Um, but I'm also reading uh, a book on mindset. And um, I'm going to reread Taz Thornton's Unleash Your Awesome. Um, but also I have lined up Andy Warhol's diaries. I keep telling you I'm an eclectic person. <laughs> Just have really eclectic taste, very complicated. <laughs> but, but hey, I was thinking, please don't let him ask me about books. 
it's far too wide and deep the subject for me. Yeah, that's okay. And the last one, I, because before we, we press record, you were telling me a bit about, I know listeners can't really see your beautiful wall behind you and you've got some things from India on there and uh, could, anything you can tell us about that because you know it, it, people who watch the video version will, will be able to, to see that and I, I know you're saying that's a bit there's a lot of you on the wall behind there can you pick one thing or just to give a bit little explanation because I, I need to work on my background because it, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah well on the wood there that's called a bell picture lock and this is a traditional front door lock uh, from the south of India and it's absolutely so beautiful. And the, the thing about this, this family uh, is that they will always send gifts. So when one of them comes over here now, they insist, you would not believe how heavier that is. And um, they insisted on bringing that over for me. I don't know if you can, shall I move a little bit closer? Thank you. Yeah. So uh, for, for, for listeners, it's like, uh, you know, it's the size of almost like a third of a, a normal door with this most intricate beautifully metalwork lock lever mechanism just with so many little it looks like a you know a, a beautiful well not church but you know it's that kind of really intricate decoration i've never seen a lot like it absolutely gorgeous isn't it and and you know there are pieces of artwork that have been painted for me by the young girl in the family who has won so many awards for her artwork that you can just see one above my head there if you're watching um and so these are very very personal things and you asked about style earlier and a lot of the things in my house um I guess it makes it a home from home because I have two homes now I have one here and one here thank you yeah two homes Uh, that's uh, yeah I'm gonna have to try and make India my second home I've got to go and visit thank you so thank you so much for all that inspiration today I feel so good and there's so many things I want to follow up so and if people want to get in touch with it yeah how should they do that Oh, they should just connect with me on LinkedIn or Facebook, either or. And um, because especially on LinkedIn, because when you connect with me, you then get closer access to my network. And I've got about 13,000 connections there. And um, that means that you can reach out to them. And if we comment on each other's posts, some of them are likely to see your stuff as well. So don't just get me, you get my network. Thank you so much for your time today. You're welcome. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me on. I just can't believe how much positivity and self-worth Pam has given me. Here are her top 10 hits of inspiration for today. Number one, get inspired by the uniqueness and dignity of Kate Bush. Someone really walking their own walk. Two, get inspired by how much of a buzz you can get from helping other people like Pam does. You can particularly help people who are just like you. Three, Get inspired by getting some stories out that you've maybe been burying about when you help someone. As rather than making it about how you help them, there may be a deeper purpose in how indirectly the other person in the situation actually helped you. 4. Get inspired by Pam's deep travel experience in India and how she helped get one of the families she helped to get educated. 5. Get inspired by how much you might boost your business our profile by tweaking your LinkedIn profile and approach, treating it as a networking group. Six, get inspired by creating algorithmic bonds on LinkedIn. Seven, remember how amazing just showing a little bit of love to someone can be. How life-changing, like the lady in the street 
who totally unexpectedly showed motherly love to Pam. 8. Remember, everyone has a worth, no matter what's spoken of you, from no matter what age, from no matter what you've been led to believe or led yourself to believe, you always have worth to someone. 9. Remember, you can always change your neural pathways. And 10. Get inspired by the fact that no matter how old you are or how late you've left it, you can still blossom like Pam's catalpa tree. Thanks for joining me today. Watch out for news on our new group. Thank you everyone for listening today. Your kind attention is really appreciated and valued. If you feel some inspiration from today's episode, please share it. And please leave us a review on iTunes. And if you wish, leave us some comments. In your comments, please let us know any inspirational subjects you'd like us to cover. As I aim to build a bank of both inspiration and stories of events that inspired close connection between groups of people. If you have something to share in this space, send me an email at inspiringteamhuman at gmail.com. Thanks again. Look forward to seeing you next week for another boost of inspiration. Thanks to Ben Sound for the music.